Victory Alabang Podcast. We hope this message encourages and inspires you today. All right. Hello, Victory Family! Ang saya-saya natin dito lahat, okay? And uh, Merry Christmas to all of you who are watching from your own homes. Uh, we'd like to welcome you to our Thanksgiving uh, Christmas Eve service. And I'm sure that you are all excited uh, to join us in this. Uh, well, for those of you who are here in the auditorium, welcome. Uh, love you guys. Miss ya. Iba talaga pagkakasama-sama tayo together, no? You know, I, I, I'm so happy and I want to congratulate Pastor Edre and Pastor JR and all of you who had a lot of breakthroughs this year. You know? And so, uh, thank you. And we have seen uh, also in our recap video that you've actually just watched uh, a lot of uh, things that happened this year, 2020. It's been a very difficult and dark year, but yet, you know, God's light shines the brightest when it's darkest. And so we want to encourage all of you to hold on. Everybody say, hold on. Keep the faith and spread His love to others as we cross over to 2021. And I know that all of you are getting ready for the most awaited Christmas dinner and Noche Buena tonight. And we do want to celebrate with each of you and uh, uh, hopefully we can actually share a meal together via Zoom online or whatever. But uh, before we get to our festivities and our family gatherings, uh, we'll have, uh, you know, this service and we have, uh, you know, the word uh, shared and preached. And so why don't we go ahead, if you have your Bibles with you, uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, read the Word of God and preach from the Word of God. We'll be reading from two texts uh, today. And uh, if you have your Bible, whether uh, a regular Bible or a digital device, please open to Matthew chapter 21. Matthew 21, a very familiar Christmas text. Only one verse from Matthew and then we will jump over to 1 John chapter 4. Uh, we are going to uh, look at and really thank God for His love for every one of us. So uh, don't worry if you don't have a Bible, uh, we will flash it on the screen. I want to invite everybody to stand uh, together as, you know, for, for, for here uh, in the auditorium as we give reverence to the Word of God. Matthew chapter 1. Beginning in verse uh, 21, actually just one verse in verse 21. In fact, I want to invite everyone to read along with me out loud. Ready? One, two, three. She will bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people, people from their sins. And then let's jump to First uh, John chapter 4. Okay, just go and look at the screen. Uh, in front of you, if you are having a difficult time looking at it, that's towards the end of your Bible. First John chapter 4, verse 8 to verse 10. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. Everybody say, God is love. Because God is love. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent His only Son into the world so that we might live through Him. Verse 10, in this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. This is the word of the Lord. Let's just bow our heads and pray. Father, thank you so much for your love for each and every one of us. And we thank you that it was seen and made manifest and demonstrated 
Yes, on the cross we see that, but also when you sent your son Jesus to be born on Christmas night. And we thank you, Lord God, that tonight you will give us a greater picture and revelation and even greater gratitude for what Jesus Christ did to us, in us, and for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may all be seated. Alright, excited na ako mamayang gabi kumain. Ano? Uh, medyo, hindi ko alam kung ano yung mga luto niya. But, you know, I know that you're all just looking forward to having this special uh, dinner. You know, uh, I remember Martin Luther asked two of the most important questions that each person, I believe, must answer. First question is, who is Jesus Christ? Second question is, why did he come to earth? You know, the Christmas story is not just about the birth of a baby who would grow up to become a great moral teacher, though we know that he taught very wisely. He didn't just come to be a great miracle worker. He didn't just come to be a healer, one who would multiply the bread, one who would actually just walk on water and so on and so forth. But rather, it is a profound story of the birth of our Lord and Savior, King Jesus Christ. And you know, after explaining that Mary was with child with the Holy Spirit, the angel told Joseph, and that was the text we've read from Matthew chapter 1, she will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for it is he who will save his people from their sins. And it's interesting that the angel Gabriel gave the command to Joseph, though he's not a real father of Jesus. We know that the Holy Spirit is the one who is the father of Jesus with uh, the Virgin uh, Mary, but yet he was tasked to give the name Jesus to Jesus. And the Hebrew name of Jesus means Joshua. Jehovah is salvation. And there's a reason why Jesus came here on earth. Jesus, the Son of God, came in order to save his people from their sins. And that's the reason why we celebrate tonight, tomorrow, Christmas Day. Not just for Noche Buena, not just for gift giving, not just for caroling or a family gathering, but we celebrate because Jesus came and Jesus came to save us from our sins. And more than just the gifts and more than the family gathering, we're grateful for that. How many of you are grateful that you have those? We're grateful for a family. We have a greater appreciation now of family. Now that we have been locked down for how many months? 10 months? Wow, close to tayo lahat. 24-7, we're together, working from home, online learning. You know, me and my wife, you know, we've never been this close ever in the past 30 years of being married. We're always together. And we're grateful for that. But yet Jesus is the central figure why we are all doing these things, especially during this Christmas season. And as we study the Gospel of John, we learned that, you know, just to give us a quick recap, we just ended our series on in time, and we learned that Jesus is Logos. He is the Word that was present at the beginning of time, through whom all things were created. Nothing has been created without Him. Amen. He is God, and He was with God, and He was there at the beginning of time. He was, his name was the Word, Logos. And then we talked about Jesus being the life. He is the source. He is the spring of life. He is the sustainer of life. 
You know, we are alive because of Jesus. He gave us the breath of life. We have eternal life because of Him. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And then we learn that Jesus is the light of men who shines bright in the midst of our dark world. And how many of you would agree with me that 2020 is really indeed a dark year? Such a dark world during this time. But yet, no darkness can overcome the light that comes from Jesus. Logos, life, light. But I believe there's another attribute of God that John also writes about, and that is love. God is love. And we know that, we've heard about that, we have, you know, we grew up seeing about songs about God is love. And, you know, the Apostle John is known as the Apostle of Love. At first, he was not lovable. He was known as a son of, son of thunder together with his brother James. And they wanted to call fire from heaven to judge the, you know, people who are ridiculing Jesus. But yet later on in his life, he became tenderhearted. And he was known and he was writing about the love of God. And he has such a deep revelation of God's love. And he wrote about that in his letters. And we've read about that in 1 John chapter 4, verse 8. God is love. What does that mean for us, for you and me, in 2020, as we end this year? This has been a very difficult, hard year for a lot of people. Not only for us, for the church, the world in general. You know, I often say, when I do a lot of uh, like Christmas traditions, uh, seminar or events, I often say, Christmas is not about us. It's about Christ. And how many of you agree with me on that? Christmas is not about us. It's about Christ. This is His birthday celebration, us the Son of Man. Yes, Jesus is fully God. He's also fully man. You know, as God, he was not created at all. He was the one who created all things. But as human, he was born through a virgin by the Holy Spirit. And this is what you call the incarnation. He took on human flesh. And he became a human just like you and just like me. Look at the person beside you. That's a human being, right? Jesus became just like that person. He became just like us. He walked, he ate, he slept, he Worked, he got tired, he rested, you know, he enjoyed his time with family, he got lonely from time to time, he was tempted, the Bible says, he became human just like us. Christmas is about Christ. It was a celebration of him being incarnate. He was born in a manger 2,000 years ago. But from the perspective of God, it's a bit different. You know, I realized that I was just reading this scripture. In God's mind and in God's heart, Christmas is about us. Think about that for a moment. The reason why we have Christmas nowadays is because Christmas is about you and me in the perspective of God. The reason why there's Christmas in the first place is because it's about you. It's about me. It's about the world. It's about the people that he wanted to save. God is Love And he sent Jesus as a way to save humanity from sin and we have eternal life. How many of you are grateful for eternal life? Praise God. The reason why we have Christmas is because of this. We read this in verse 9 of John chapter 4. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us. That God sent his son into the world so that we might live 
through Him. In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that He loved us first. And He sent Jesus to be the propitiation or the atonement as the payment or the sacrifice for our sins. As we celebrate Christmas today with our families, with our loved ones, let us remember God is love. God is love. And I just want to uh, share three thoughts for us as we, you know, celebrate this love that God has for us. Number one is, God is the originator of love. He is the source of love. You know, 1 John chapter 4, verse 7, it says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. And whoever loves has been born of God, and he knows God. You know, many people are trying to look for love in different places, and they long to be loved. And, you know, the reality is we're incapable of loving others unless we first receive love. You know, all of us have a love, love tank. And uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. You know, I, I heard of this <clears throat> many years. And we kind of have like a love tank. And similar to a gas tank, we need to fill that tank first in order for us to be able to give love to others and for us to be able to go somewhere. You know, you, for those of you who drive cars, you fill up the gas in order for you to drive to different places. And, you know, many people's love tanks are running empty. That's why they couldn't give love anymore. And they have become dry, and they became needy, and they are in desperate need of love uh, and for their love tanks to be filled. But the question really is, where do we have our love tanks refilled? Somebody yung Shell Station or Caltex, you know, where, where is that? Really, I mean, where do, where do we get our love tank refilled? People look to other people to fill up their love tank. How many of you know that, that is kind of difficult because that person also is in need of refilling his love tank? We want people to love us, our spouse, our parents, our children, our special someone, our friends. Why do we do what we do just to be loved by people? Why do we work so hard just to be honored or accepted or maybe appreciated or maybe loved by our boss? And you want him to think more of us than he thinks of others? You know, I believe that when you talk about love, love is about value. Everybody say value. Love is really about value. And when you talk about love, love is directly connected to the value that you have towards another thing or another person. Love and value, in fact, they go together. You can't separate love and value. You know, when I say that I love my wife, it means that I value my wife. You know, when you, when you say that you love someone or someone loves you, it means that they value you. It's more than just a feeling. It's more than just an affection or words spoken. It means that you are valued and you are a priority in their life. You know, for example, some of you love your bike so much that you clean it right after you go to the trails, even before you clean yourself. Or maybe some of you have pets. You love your dog so much, you bring that dog to the vet and you have him receive all the vaccinations. You've got a budget for him and you, you're thinking twice whether you should get to, you know, yourself to the dentist or whatever. Value. 
I love my wife. I love my girls and I value them so much that I prioritize my time and my, my resource for them. When you love something, you value it. You know, during this pandemic, uh, Andrea, <clears throat> my youngest, I didn't ask her permission to share this, but anyway. Sorry, Andrea. <clears throat> but this is good. She, I think, <laughs> oops. She went through Lazada and she saw a sewing machine. And so she bought a sewing machine via Lazada. And guess how much a sewing machine was? 300 pesos. It's a working sewing machine. And, you know, she said, Daddy, I bought this. And she asked me, can you buy me fabric from Festival Mall? Like several yards of white and several yards of black because I'm going to make a dress for myself. Just for trial. And lo and behold, when she was trying it, she did make a skirt. And after making that skirt, she went to our room and she said, she said, Mom, Dad, look at what I made. And she was turning around. And I said, wow, it looks good on you. You're so good as a sewer. You know, because of that statement, she started making different you know, she made a corset, she made a dress, she made a top. She, and she was like giving like some of this creation to some of her friends. Why is that? Because she felt valued for something that she discovered that she didn't have before. You know, every person is created to be loved because every person has a need to be valued. When you say that you need to be loved, what you're saying really is you have a need to be valued by that person. You know, our human nature puts us in a position that we will take value when we don't feel that we are getting value. Sometimes we take it instead of receive it. It's almost like hijacking something or kidnapping something just to get that value that you need and value that you want. We often forget that People are also limited in their resource of love and value because they're also in need to be refilled with love. We must go to the source because God is the originator of love. You know, God is love and He has an unlimited supply of love that He can actually give to us. You know, my question for us is, do you have a difficulty loving another person just because that person is unlovable? Do you feel, you don't have to answer that, okay? Do you feel unappreciated or unloved or maybe unvalued by a spouse, by a friend, by a family member? We need to go to the source of love. And that's God. Secondly, God's love is directed towards us. You know, when you talk about love, it's not just a broad stroke that he says, you know, I'm love and I just want to give love to in the entire world. You know, God's love is really directed towards you. And you. And you, Pastor JJ. And you, Francis. And you, Eden. And you, Pastor Bodhi. And you. Every, and you watching also. God's love is directed towards you. In verse 9, it says, In this the love of God was made manifest. 
or demonstrated among us that God sent His Son into the world so that we might live through Him. It sounds like John 3.16 as well. That's because he's the same apostle who wrote both. In John 3.16, one of the famous verses in the Bible, we, we read, For God so loved the world that He sent His only begotten Son, whosoever believes will have eternal life. And we know that by heart. God loves us. It's not just an ethereal concept that God loves the world and planet Earth and all the creatures that live in it. You know, God loves us, so He gave us the moon, the stars, and the air that we breathe every day. No, God loves you personally. It's not just a broad stroke of things. His love is directed towards us, towards me. Yes, you. Not just to your family. Not just to the people who are needy and poor. Not just to those who have a good, you know, who do good or seems to have a perfect life. Not just to those who read your Bible or those who prayed. But you. God loves you. He knows your number. He has set you apart. You are the apple of His eye. You know, God sent Jesus for the world, but yet He sent Jesus for you. Personally. Receive that today. You're not just a number in the statistics of the, what, how many billions do we have right now? Eight? Seven billion people on this planet. You're not just one number there. God loves you. Some of you are probably having a difficult time receiving that. He knows every situation that you're going through, every pain that you're dealing with, and every difficulty that you're going through, God loves you. He knows your dreams. He knows your aspirations. He knows your frustrations. He knows your failures in life. He's aware of your weakness, your fears, your worries, your sins, your temptations, your heartache. He knows that. He knows you by name. He knows the exact count of the number of hairs on your head. Mine was reduced with five this morning when I took a shower. I saw that. But God loves the world, yet He loves you personally. His love is not just a shotgun that is spread across the planet. His love is a laser-targeted shot, and His scope is directed at you. You don't ever have to question or wonder if God loves us. We are in this fallen world. We have problems. We're busy trying to survive. We're tired. How many of you know that this year, 2020, has been a tiring year? People are just trying to survive. And they cannot feel the love of God, but yet that's a reality that God loves us. You know, sometimes it seems like God is ignoring us. And we wonder if He really cares for us. God cares for you. God cares. He made it plain and simple. To show his love for us. In fact, God spelled it out for you and for me. And this is, this leads me to my final point. God's love is demonstrated. You know, we see this. Christmas is really, I believe, a demonstration or a manifestation of God's love for us. In verse 10, we read it earlier. In this is love, not that we have loved God, but, we, but he loved us. And what John is saying is, you know, this is how we know it's love. It's that we haven't loved God, but God loved us anyway. 
That is love. And I believe that you will agree with me that for us as human beings, it's easier to continue to live and love with that person if you know that love per, that, that person values you and loves you and takes care of you and invests in you and gives affection towards you. But God didn't have to wait for us to love him back. God loved us anyway. It's kind of like a stubborn kind of love. You can't shake it off. It's there. It's going to follow you. It's directed. To, it's like a smart or smart missile or something like that. It's the same thing Paul is saying back in Romans chapter 5, verse 8. God demonstrated his love for us that while we are still sinners, Christ died for us. And God's love was demonstrated at the cross. You know, Jesus, during Christmas time, was born on a cradle and he went to the cross as a demonstration of his great love for all of us. From the cradle to the cross, God made a way in a manger. That's the reason why we can celebrate Christmas today is because, wow, it's more than just, you know, having... Christmas trees or gifts or noche buena. But this God, the one who created the entire universe, the one I failed because of sin, loves me, made a way for me. And the love of God for us is synonymous with Jesus dying on the cross for us. In fact, when you talk about love, the cross of Jesus is where we see the love of God. God has demonstrated his love for you. How? Jesus died for you and for me. While we were deep in our sins, God already loved us. No question about that. This means that God's love is love because we don't deserve it. And you know, I believe that God can teach us how to love others unconditionally because of the way we receive love. You can only love others if you have a deep revelation of how much God has loved you. You can only give something if you're full of that thing. God's love is not a reaction to something that God saw in us. He didn't see anything in us, actually. But God just loved us. There's nothing inside of us that is deserving of God's love. God's love is not Him trying to pay us back for something He owes us. Instead, God's love is wholly determined by Himself. God's love flows from His heart. It's not in reference to any of our goodness. And guess what? It's not even restricted by any of our badness. God loves us because He loves us. God loves you. Not because of you, but God loves you. Because He loves you. You know, going back to love and value, God, out of His great love and value for us, gave us His most precious gift, His only Son, Jesus Christ. I mean, what kind of value can actually top that? I mean, if we cannot be convinced of the love of God for us, I don't know what will. 
that is the ultimate demonstration of God loving us. We don't ever have to question that again. If God loves us, you've seen that in the cross. And you know, as you celebrate Christmas, and if you have your nativity scene or Belen, and as you see baby Jesus in the manger, let us remember that he grew up to be a man and he became the Lamb of God. And he went to the cross and he sacrificed himself so that we can all be forgiven of our sins and we can have life eternal. That is Christmas for all of us. Christmas is really a celebration of God's love for us. Let me say that again. Christmas is a celebration of God's love for us. Make sure to subscribe and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Feel free to share this message with your friends too. For more information about our church, visit our website at www.victorialamang.church.